I mean, we don't know where, when, what, who (laughs) the Kang Dynasty is. Monday. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And today we are talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. But first, we have some interesting news for you. We officially have a newsletter that you can sign up for. It's called Geek Squared Monthly. There is a subscription tab to it in our link tree, as well as at the bottom of every episode from here on out. So if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll find the tab to subscribe. All we take is your first name, your last name, and your email address. You can even give us a fake name if you want. I'm not here to judge. And it will be kept 100% confidential, of course, thanks to MailChimp, not a sponsor. It's just what we're using. And you may be asking, why do I need to subscribe to our newsletter? Well, one, we will be sending you one email a month at the end of every month. And that's it. No spam mail, no weeklies, nothing. No advertisements. No ads. One update every single month via email. Number two, it's the easiest way to stay up to date on your favorite Geek Culture podcast, Geek Squared Show. We'll have a list of episodes released that month, followed by a few topics that we will be covering in upcoming episodes and anything else we may want you to know. Guests that we may be featuring, where else you can find us, what we've been up to. Four, we do all the work for you. There are no links to click. There are no search bars to navigate. We send the important info directly to your inbox. Seven, you'll get a podcast photo of the month in every newsletter and if we've learned anything from the internet it's that people cats like work. cats yeah. people <laughs> like them <laughs> once again you can find a link to subscribe to the new news the new newsletter that's hard to say to the new newsletter geek squared monthly in the description of this episode as well as our link tree through our instagram you won't get a newsletter right away because we have yet to roll out the first one and if you're asking why my numbers were out of order it's called audience engagement <laughs> now without further ado Let's talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Now, obviously, heavy, heavy spoiler alert. This movie just came out recently. You know what to expect. You know what to expect, yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk about the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's going to be real confusing. If you have seen it, hopefully you're engaged and not just by my out-of-order numbers. Let's rate this movie before we say anything about it. Give it a rating out of 10. Now, I've, I've heard that critics did not like this movie. I've heard that fans did not like this movie. I'm giving this movie a nine. Now, I've heard that critics did not like this movie. I've heard that fans did not like this movie. I'm giving it a 4.5. Okay. Okay. This doesn't happen often, but we are very divided, clearly. Uh, Yeah, I thought it... Well, actually, I'd like to know what you thought first before I say what I thought. Well, I I suppose the best way to start is to say why it's not a 10. And (laughs) frankly, there were some scenes that could have used some better CG. Yeah. Uh, some better writing. Yep, yep. I feel like the unfortunate truth is that Ant-Man has been sidelined as the setup guy. Mm-hmm. And in a series this big, the setup is super important. We dealt with Thanos for a long time. Yeah. And now that we <laughs> don't have Thanos, it's been a bit of a vacuum. And now that we know that Kang is involved, just because of the potential that this has opened up, nine. Now, see, I disagree with like everything. Okay. Which is, it's not like, I'm not 
saying like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just personally disagree, except for the last thing you said, which is that it's opening up on a whole a whole yeah. new avenue because now we have Kang. The problem with this movie in particular, in the sense that Kang was the big threat, he could have died at the end, he could have not died at the end. Either way, totally inconsequential. They won the battle, but they are lo- they're on the losing side of the war. The Marvel narrative is trying to be very Greek in the sense that like we know that there is more, but the characters in do not, and we can't warn them. But it's just, it's not working for me. Okay, I see. I you see. know what I mean? Yeah. So it just seemed like this movie plot was so inconsequential that we're just going to forget about it. Oh, see, so yeah, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. <sighs> the fact that they've introduced, first of all, the dynasty, <laughs> but also the fact that the dynasty is not complete. And also there's that little core. Like that's the key to all of them, mm-hmm. all of the Kangs. Right. The dynasty is playing with time like children. If <laughs> this movie got me perplexed. See, this okay? is what I'm saying. Like it. Sure, it introduced concepts that are going to be interesting at some yeah. point, but it either didn't explain them enough, or it like it just tried to introduce too much at the same time. In a movie that it's Ant Man, it's supposed to, they're trying to make it funny, but then also it's setting up all this. Like I just it seemed a little lost to me. I agree definitely that the comedy aspect was like it wasn't not needed. like I. That's kind of why I'm taking it down from a ten. Yeah, like to be frank about it, it wasn't even funny. The only thing I laughed at was that Jelly Man, the Goo Man. Was like, I have holes now. Not even that. Just him <laughs> running was hilarious. Like it wasn't intentional. It was the setup. It wasn't even the punchline. I just wasn't engaged at all. Even in Multiverse of Madness, at least there were parts where I was like, yo, what is happening? Or, oh, I wonder where this goes. Or, oh, that's really funny. This one, I was just like disengaged throughout the entire movie. I think it's poor writing. It's no longer a movie. This was a very long episode of a TV show. Yes. That's not good. I agree. The first half of this movie was just Star Wars and Halo in the Matrix. We could have done without all that. It didn't, it didn't get interesting until we knew what happened to Janet in the quantum realm. We got the reveal of Kang. Everything before that was totally uninteresting. Look at us copying Star Wars. Look at our Halo blasters. I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> it could have just been the second half. You definitely could have cut like a quarter of that movie. Out. Right. We're saying the same thing, I think. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> the only the difference is that I like it and you don't. <laughs> I'm talking about like the bigger picture. That's the other thing. We know what the bigger picture is. The general audience doesn't know what the bigger picture is. You have to treat each movie as its own thing. The first Ant-Man was its own movie. Even the second one was its own own movie this was just like a filler the only movies that are not filler are the avengers movies you know what i'm saying you know what you know what no i just figured it out i know why i like the movie so much okay and i know you disagree okay but i think kang is a fantastic villain yes he is okay. i agree also I, agree. I mean obviously it helps that jonathan majors is incredible yes and he then, is like, he pulled he's really good you know a good villain has to be a good villain like it has to be for a purpose a, vi- a good villain is a misguided hero yes i'm excited to see that mm-hmm I'm excited to see. I was not excited to have seen what I just saw. At the root, it is still just entertainment. It needs to be entertaining. Definitely, I do agree with you that, like, the one thing we keep saying over and over again is that we're excited to see where the Kang storyline goes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, too. I know. We're saying. (laughs) Yo, speaking of that's what I'm saying, where's my man Louise? (laughs) We are Scott and Louise. Yes, we are. (laughs) Anyways, let's talk about this movie. (laughs) Apart from our, our opinion on the movie. Yes. Ten Rings. Yeah. First of all, the core. So that was all rings. But also, there was the moment where the big, like, lantern head guy, the guy that was like, torture him, torture him, that guy. He blasts at Kang. Yeah. And Kang does, like, this movement that was very Shang-Chi-ish. At the end of Shang-Chi, Wong is like, how long did your dad have those? He's like, oh, about a thousand years. Right. Like, they are so much older. Like, the Kang dynasty, I guess, at this point, exists outside of space and time. I think the rings are from Kang. Yeah, they could be. If they are from the quantum realm, how did they get back to Earth? I mean, we don't know where, when, what, 
who <laughs> the Kang dynasty is. They could just be like, sent them there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like a fart in the wind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. If they are outside of time and space, does that mean that, like, most technology within the universe that, I'll, I'll call it the prime universe right. that we've been watching so far, does that mean that almost all, if not all, of the technology that came from anything came from the Kang dynasty? It could, and that might link Kang to the Eternals. Interesting that you said that, because I have a fun fact about Kang. Oh, is this your fun fact? Yes, this oh. is my fun fact. With the Eternals, yeah. we see... Fun fact of the week, by the way. We, we see Harry Styles. Yes. <laughs> Eros come in. He is in the comics, Thanos' relative. Right. As is Kang. Ah. So I think a lot of this power is coming from possibly the Infinity Stones, but... <gasps> If Kang exists outside of time and space, like we saw in the TVA, those right. stones had nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Does that mean that Infinity Stones, Eternals, the Celestials, is that all just Kang? It could be. What I really want to know is what connects Kang to the Watchers, to the one above all? Where does it stop? Like how Where does far it start? Are we going? If there is a one above all, is it a Kang? Because if it's if it's all this ring, Kang's power comes from rings and time is a ring and everybody's got rings. There's infinity stones that go in rings. Yo, rings are the are the everything's a ring. Everything's a ring. <laughs> everything's, everything's a, a ring. donut. And if there's <gasps> the bagel. Everything everything bagel. all at once. I'm trying to like logic this together. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's hard. Bear with it's me. Hard. Bear with me. If that Kang could see the end. Rather the beginning. Oh, see? Oh. See? This is where I think, dude, Kang is the best villain so far. <laughs> Loki Kang is saying that there's the prime timeline, and once he dies, that Kang, all these timelines start birthing themselves. So therefore, he is the end of the one ring, but also the beginning. beginning. I don't know if you just explained the next phase of the, of I hope, the Marvel Cinematic I hope Universe. Not. I hope I didn't just spoil it for everyone. <laughs> but see, like all that is very interesting. But all that was not contained in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back to... Back to an eight. <laughs> back to an eight. Okay. I'm glad I've convinced you yeah. of one point. Can I at least get a point five from you? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm back at nine. I'm back at nine. <laughs> I'm a little confused by this probability storm. Mm, that was a very interesting concept. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. <laughs> and wasps. wasps. <laughs> they should have changed the movie to that. <laughs> Ant-Man's. Ant-Man and the Hive. That's a, that's a Toronto version. Ant-Man's. Ant-Man's. <laughs> But yeah, so if, like, I don't understand how that worked. I don't know. But that's another thing that makes me think Kang is somehow connected to the Watchers. And does that mean what if was not multiple universes? It was just probabilities? Within the probability storm, yeah, there was a moment where all possibilities united under one thing. Yes. So does that mean that there is, in fact, one above all? Mm, oh my god, this is getting so spiritual all of a sudden. Right? If there is one, there is more than one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, did we just figure out all religions? This is what I'm saying. This movie was a <laughs> fantastic movie. It wasn't the movie. It was the concepts that we're dealing it with. It was the philosophy of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode is the real 8 out of 10. This episode's 10. Okay. <laughs> that all, we can agree First on. of all, all of our all episodes, episodes are 10. 10 out of 10. Side note, please rate us. Give us five stars. So did we just come to the conclusion that Marvel is <laughs> storytelling? I'd agree with that. At and, this, at this and, current moment, yes. And it's just the ideas... Yeah, because they're still based upon the ideas of the comic Holy series. Holy mother Christ. What if? What if what? What if? That is the whole story of all of Marvel. What if? Are you trying to say that that we have been led to believe, wow, this is getting really existential. <laughs> we yeah. have been led to believe that like the prime universe, the prime timeline is totally inconsequential. The fact that you said that word, inconsequential, I think, yeah. What makes our, our meaning 
the cin- the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we are familiar with, what makes it so important? I don't think anything makes it so important. I think it's just the narrative that we have been told. It's just a what if. It's all just entertainment. I'm what ifing myself okay, okay. off into the sunset right now. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have thoroughly confused every single listener, can we agree on a few things? Can we agree that this episode is the first installment of philosophy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that we can agree upon. Can we agree that the concept that the concepts that this movie introduced are interesting, however poorly executed? Yeah. Okay, so we can agree on those two things. That's good enough. <laughs> Review done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that brings us to another episode. I mean, uh, time is gone. Time is gone. <laughs> You are Kang now. You just began and ended an episode. All right, and this brings us to another episode of the Geek Squared Show. Today, we are talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. But first, we have to tell you about our exciting newsletter. Jokes aside, please remember, if you haven't already, to go down to the bottom of the description. Subscribe to our newsletter. Exciting things are to come. Thank you for listening. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. Next episode, we are going to be talking about the much more down-to-earth Netflix series Kaleidoscope. And have a great day! was a moment it was probably like three quarters through kang was going on some monologue yeah and i was like yeah i'm slytherin (laughs) (laughs) i was like i was like i'm a slytherin trying to be a ravenclaw what made you think because i was like i started thinking about if i was kang not so much that if i was kang but if i were introduced to the like more real sense of like oh there's all this stuff and i could like have an impact on it Mm -hmm. i'd be conquering like i'd know i would be (laughs) Like, it's it's not a part of me that I'm proud of, but I know I would. That's funny because there was, I don't know if there was a particular part. Something confirmed that I am a Gryffindor. I think it was near the end and I was thinking about Scott versus Cassie. And I was like, okay, Scott is willing to risk his life for one person. And I, I might do that, but I would be more inclined to risk my life for everything. I'm an activist. I am Cassie. You're out here conquering. But like with curiosity in With mind. curiosity. You're, an, like the, you're a I lost don't like, explorer. I don't, like, I don't like using the word conquer for okay, myself. Okay, okay, okay. You're an adventurer. You're like, let me go on this pursuit. It's a pursuit of science. And then you discover something crazy along the way. And I go way too far with it. Yes. And then realize that I went too far. And I'm like, okay. And then I find you and I'm like, dude, what happened? And you're like, bro, I don't know. And I'm like, help me tear it down, please. <laughs> And therefore, I'd probably die in the process. Probably succeed, but die. If I was Janet, yeah, right, and you're Hope, sure. And I came back, you'd be like, "So what'd you do?" And I'd be like, "Nothing. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Nothing." See, why didn't why didn't she just be like, "Yo, I met some people." Hold up. The most questionable part of that whole thing is that she didn't even tell her own husband about the dude. About the dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's such questionable like, behavior. Yeah, I, honestly, Janet, not my cool, not, oh, not my man. favorite. She's always playing Catwoman. Yes. <laughs>